A New York town makes English its official language. Scientists think baby talk might hinder a child's language proficiency. And a language barrier is isolating some Vietnamese fishers from information about oil spill relief in the Gulf. I'm Daniel from Alta Language Services. We'll look at those stories and more on this week's installment of the Language News Report. The farming community of Jackson in upstate New York recently passed a law designating English as the town's official written and spoken language. The Telegraph reports that English must now be used in all official meetings and business conducted by the elected officials of Jackson and their appointees. The town currently has only 1,700 people and is 96% white. When asked why he proposed the law, one of Jackson's town councilors, Roger Mayer, said, A construction worker doesn't wear a hard hat because he's never been hit in the head. We just can't sit idly by and wait for something to happen. Civil liberties groups in New York have been protesting the law since its inception. According to a recent story in the Philadelphia Inquirer, American attendance at foreign language films dropped exponentially during the last decade. Inquirer reporter Kerry Rickey writes that foreign film ticket sales account for less than 1% of business at the U.S. box office. In Philadelphia alone, the proportion of foreign film screened in the last five years fell from 20% to 12%, and figures from other U.S. cities are comparable. Last week, The Guardian published an excerpt from linguist Robert McCrum's new book on the topic of Globish. Globish is the name given to a highly simplified form of English, without grammar or structure, but comprehensible to its speakers. Paraphrasing the ideas of Robert Birchfield, the former chief editor of the Oxford English Dictionary, McCrum suggests that as English becomes universally spoken, it may go the way of Latin, eventually breaking up into mutually unintelligible languages, as happened with French, Spanish, and Italian. In the world of ESL, researchers from Johns Hopkins University have found that the language of instruction is not the most important element in the education of non-native English learners. Traditionally, arguments about ESL instruction revolve around whether English immersion or bilingual learning is most effective. But Johns Hopkins researchers maintain that the quality of instruction may have a much greater impact on learners than the methodology used in the classroom. Dutch researchers found that talking seriously with children can have a major impact on their language acquisition. When adults seriously engage children from the ages of 3 to 6 in conversation, those children may learn academic language more easily. Researchers define academic language as the language teachers use with students that often involves complex sentence structures and abstract words. On Wednesday, the Chicago Tribune reported that half of prescriptions printed in Spanish have errors. According to a report in this month's Pediatrics Journal, pharmacies that print prescription labels translated into Spanish often translate directions incorrectly. The study examined 76 medicine labels generated by 13 different computer-automated translation programs, programs used by a majority of U.S. pharmacies. 
New figures show that Braille usage has plummeted in the U.S. and Canada in recent decades. According to the National Federation of the Blind, half of all blind children during the 1950s learned Braille, but only 10% learn it today. Tightening budgets in schools have played a role in the steep drop in Braille instruction. Audiobooks, text-to-speech software, and new ebook readers are cheaper than hiring Braille teachers. New studies also suggest that knowledge of Braille correlates directly with employment. 77% of non-Braille users are currently unemployed, while users who say they know Braille well or very well are almost all working. Vietnamese fishers in the Gulf of Mexico are in the midst of both an unemployment and language crisis because of the BP oil spill off of the coast of Louisiana. The spill put an abrupt stop to their fishing income. Many Vietnamese still haven't received financial relief from BP due to a lack of Vietnamese translators provided by the company. The Times-Picayune reported that BP hired a Delaware-based contractor to accept claims applications from fishers, but the contractor didn't provide any Vietnamese interpreters. Vietnamese fishers from Texas to Florida are currently organizing. And in other Vietnamese language news, a Seattle opera which plays through May 22nd is the first major opera in the United States to feature Vietnamese. The opera titled Amelia contains scenes which take place during the Vietnam War, and portions of the music are sung in the Southeast Asian language. The Seattle Times reports that Amelia's composer, Darren Eric Hagen, said the tonal language of Vietnamese presented a particular challenge musically when trying to align melodies with Vietnamese lyrics. Because in Amelia there's a flashback to Vietnam, uh, the sensible and respectful thing to do was to have the characters who were Vietnamese sing in Vietnamese. That was a great technical challenge because I don't speak Vietnamese and because it's a phonetic language. Uh, the word kungai, if you go up, means daughter and it means chicken if you don't. Setting Vietnamese to music entails negotiations on my part with several translators. And we negotiated up, how far up. And I had written my melodies for all of the Vietnamese lines. And she would say, well, you can't go that high. You could have a B flat. And I would say, can I have my B natural? She said, no, no higher than a B flat. That sort of thing for a composer, especially a composer who cares a lot about prosody the way that I do, uh, is a rather daunting task. You've been listening to the Beyond Words Language News Report. You can find links to all of these stories on the Beyond Words blog. This podcast has been a production of Alta Language Services. Alta has 30 years of experience providing professional translation services, language testing, and language training to government agencies, corporations, and nonprofit organizations worldwide. For more information, you can visit our website at altalang.com. That's A-L-T-A-L-A-N-G.com. Thanks for listening and join us next time. 